Welcome to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm your host, Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is Sandy Clark, who's with the Old Saybrook Torchlight Committee. Sandy, welcome. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Thanks, well, thanks for having for coming us. Down. Thanks for coming down. Thank so, you. Sandy, tell us a little bit about yourself, and I guess we're going to talk about the Torchlight Parade and all that other fun stuff going on yep. associated with the parade during our time together tonight. So yep. tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with the parade. Sure. So I actually am a resident of Westbrook. I have been all my life. Okay. I live here with my, my husband and I have two bo grown boys. Okay. So um, my whole family is actually here. Um, as far as the Torchlight Parade goes, um, I've been involved in Fife and Drum Corps since probably the age of seven, so that's a long time, Right. just saying. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, through that, I've been in different Fife and Drum Corps and then ultimately ended up in the Colonial Saybrook Fife and Drum Corps in 1970 when it was actually, you know, founded. And the founder of that was Bill Reed. He was from Old Saybrook. And we would do the normal Fife and Drum Corps parades and musters and things of that nature. So Bill Reed is really the originator of the Torchlight Parade, okay. and he started it, again, back in the 1970. And, you know, it was where he wanted to have something different, so it was in the winter, so it was in December. Always has been the second weekend in December. Okay. And we get, you know, quite a few drum corps, and it's kind of expanded into where we have some, you know, floats that come in from local businesses, but it's not really an advertising parade. It's more about, you know, celebrating the holidays and getting, you know, all festive and the floats are all decorated. And the Fife and Drum Corps actually, you know, dress in, if they're not wearing their uniform, they will actually be, you know, decorated in, you know, garland and lights and all kinds of things like that. And they play Christmas music. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Absolutely. So they've been doing it for, well, th this is the 51st year. Okay. Uh, we have only canceled it one year for a blizzard. We have marched in freezing cold weather and a little bit warmer weather and rain and sleet and, and everything, you know, that nature throws at us. Uh, last year we had like a mini parade, which was like one drum corps and, a, you know, a couple torches just because we wanted to commemorate the 50th year. Yeah. And because of COVID we couldn't. So uh, we did that. Um, I actually, you know, had marched in the parade for many years and then, you know, the, the drum corps kind of disbanded, but we kept the, the parade going. Okay. And, you know, I'm, I organized the parade along with my husband and uh, Kenny and Chris Reed. They also helped. You know, Bill Reed was their grandfather and unfortunately he's passed away a couple of years ago. So we are, you know, you know, holding the torch in order to keep it going for him in his honor. Yep. Now, now, as far as over the years, I've, I've actually gone to the parade a couple, a couple times, and it's really cool to see, especially all of the marchers dressed up in period garb. Yep, yep. They are in either period garb or, and even they just kind of decorate their hats, and you'll see all kinds of different, you know, things that they're wearing. Um, they always play, a lot of them play Christmas music. Right. You know, of course, we do have the second company, Governor's Foot Guard, that's coming again this year. I don't think they've missed a year. Um, you know, they'll be in their regular uniforms. Mm -hmm. So they, they lead off the parade for us. Now, let's talk about the parade route. Where does it start? It starts down at the uh, beginning of Coulter Street, Coulter Street and Main Street, um, that end of town, and it goes right down Main Street 
all the way almost to the firehouse, oh, right, right. To, the, to the green where it ends. Yeah, so it's a straight shot right down. And you get, we get a lot of people that, you know, are standing on the side of the roads, and, you know, they're like 10 people deep. And mm -hmm. some of them will carry, you know, candles or things like, like that just to light the parade. Um, we also, um, one thing I should mention is each, per, each unit has some torches that, we, that can be carried. So if anybody wants to carry a torch in the parade, they can report up to Coulter Street and uh, there'll be somebody to give them a torch to march in the parade with. And it's a real it's torch a real with torch. fire? It's a real torch with real fire. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wow. the way we light it. There's no other lighting, so okay. that's how we march down. And obviously the, the real torch with real fire, if it's windy, will it blows blow? What happens if it blows out? It you're, just blows you're, out. You, know, you basically you just, just walk up Main Street with going. your torch and it's yep. dark, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think with a lot of people along the side of the road, you know, some of them have lights or flashlights or something. And, you know, we do have some floats that will come later on. We usually put the marching units first. Okay. Uh, so the floats don't drown out the, the fifes and drums. Yeah. Um, and then there's lots of lights with the floats. Absolutely. Usually. Now let's talk about your involvement with the fife and drum over the, over the years, how you got started. And well, my whole family was in it. I have, I'm a, I have five siblings, so we were all in it. Um, okay. four, my, the four of us girls all played the fife. My brother played the drum. And we started in the Westbrook Junior Fife and Drum Car. Sure. And um, my mom used to march with us when we went to parades. And that's how I got started. And just moved from, you know, when I, you know, you outgrow the juniors, so you yeah. have to go to another, you know, drum corps, which I went to the Patriots. That's not, they're not in existence anymore, but my, my sister and brother-in-law and my husband, we all marched with that corps. And then we moved to the Colonial Saybrook Fife and Drum Corps. And then after that, I didn't, you know, march anymore. I've had, had quite a few years of it. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Now, how did you guys, how did you guys with the Fife and Drum Corps survived the pandemic when it first started and continuing, continuing to where we are now? Well, I, because I'm not totally involved right. in it now, um, like a lot of people are, mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of the musters were canceled. You know, there's quite a few musters in the state of Connecticut right. and even outside of the state. So, you know, they had to cancel all of their musters for last year and uh, they did start up with Deep River in July of this yeah. year. So it was pretty well attended. And Westbrook had their muster as well. I was going to say well. Westbrook yeah. had theirs this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a bunch more throughout the state. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Because I'm actually involved with another civic organization oh. in Saybrook, and they it's the West Old Saybrook Westbrook Exchange Club, mm -hmm. and the exchange. I can always tell you when Muster Saturday is because <laughs> the Saturday of the Muster in Westbrook, the Westbrook Exchange Club does their 5K road race that morning. Okay. So I'm in Madison at Cohen's Bagels at about 10 after 6 in the morning, picking up bagels, mm -hmm. going back to Saybrook, dropping them off, cutting bagels, mm -hmm. staying for the race, and then coming back to Westbrook for the muster. Oh, <laughs> it's boy. Like, Busy day. Oh, Busy God, day. really? Yeah. It's not, it's not that. It's, it's actually a lot of fun. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Now, if people want to march in the parade, can they or no? 
Well, we have, um, you know, like Girl Scouts that can come. Okay. You know, we have some signed up. Sometimes we'll have a football team. So anybody, like, we have a lot of dance groups okay. um, that are, you know, participating. So if anybody wants to participate, they certainly can. Okay. They would reach out to me. Um, I can give an email address. Sure. And, um, or my mailing address. And, um, you know, I can send them out a registration form. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they can come. So Absolutely. We do have a whole broad array of different marching units. So, yeah. How many Good. marching units for this year so far? Well, I've got about Give 20, 25 okay. for drum corps. We've got a bunch. There's always a bunch of floats that show up, and okay. then we have some regiment, you know, units where they're going to shoot muskets during the parade, and um, so we have some of those as well. So we have some churches that march with us. So we have we've done the whole gamut. Now for the now for the day of the muster parade, do you march or are you behind the scenes somewhere? I am behind the scenes, making sure everything goes off. Yes, without yeah. a hitch, you might say. Yeah, by then I'm I'm done with my part, and <laughs> uh, I'm at the end of the parade, and we we have these posters for yeah, sale. Yeah, let's talk about the posters. Yep, yep, and we have uh, m muster buttons too that people collect. Okay. Yeah. So the poster we get, you know, we do every year, yeah. and the artwork from the poster is done by a fellow out in uh, Washington State. He's been doing the artwork for the poster for me for years. Oh, cool. So, yeah. yeah. Now, if people want more information on the muster, where can they go? Obviously, there, there's probably a Facebook page to go to. There is a Facebook page that the Old Sabre Torchlight Parade that okay. they can access. Um, they can call me at 860-399-9767 okay. or uh, send an email, and that's sscler4 at gmail.com. And it sounds, sounds to me like the Torchlight Parade is going to be a lot of fun this year. It it's should been, be a lot of fun. Absolutely. It should be. Hopefully, the weather, hopefully the weather holds out and you guys, you guys, you guys get a beautiful night for everything yep. because, because it's probably no fun in the rain. Uh, no. No, no. But, um, you know, one thing I wanted to mention mm, is we sure. have kind of like a late entry and, you know, the, there's a Congregational Church or First Church of Christ, I'm sorry, in Old Saybrook that wants to have their choir come out and sing. Sure. Now, years ago, we used to end the parade right at the gazebo on the green and we would do a carol sing for a while. Sure. And we haven't done that for quite a few years because the crowd was dwindling. but. This year, they want to do. They want to sing some carols. All right. So we are having them start around 5:30 or so, and they're going to be on a reviewing stand that's around. Um, I think it's around the, the Catholic Church there, and they'll be just singing there. There'll be 10 or 12 of them, and they'll be singing there for about you know 20 minutes or so to for anybody that happens to be walking by. So very cool. But we're hoping maybe next year we'll expand and we'll actually have them sing after with you know have people come to the end of the parade and maybe they'll stay and they'll want to sing. I was going to say, what do, what do people do after the parade? Is there a reviewing stand? Or? Th there's a reviewing stand, but that's during the parade. Right. Um, after the parade, they pretty much are pretty cold, so they yeah, yeah. all go home. Now, there is hot chocolate and goodies for the, for the marchers, and we get some of the general public in at the end of the parade. There's a tent, and uh, they can come get some hot chocolate and get warmed up. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. You guys sound like you got, you guys got all your, all your work cut out for you because you yeah. sound very or, very organized and very with everything going on. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've been doing it a long time. Absolutely. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. it sounds, sounds like it's a sounds sounds like it's a lot of fun. It is. It is. And a lot of people come into town early, and they go to the restaurants. And the restaurants sometimes will have hot chocolate outside yep. or 
you know, do something like that. So absolutely, a lot of fun. Yeah, I can say I can think of a specific coffee shop downtown in, in Sabrica, which is right on the parade route, uh -huh. that will probably make yeah a killing that night. Yeah, yeah, I think they all do pretty well. Yeah, which is good. Yeah. Okay. And as far as the, so it's always the second, was it the yep. second Saturday in December? Yes, always the second Saturday in December okay. and always steps off right at six. Okay. Um, usually at the beginning of the parade, um, my husband and my kids and Ken and um, Chris Reed will be down there, you know, getting, you know, people lined up in the right order and, you know, making sure the floats all get get into line but they start at six they every year they manage to kick it off right down and the parade is how long normally um, yeah I would say it lasts a good hour <clears throat> hour and 15 minutes maybe okay. by the time it all gets done so it is it's a lot of fun it, it seems like it's a yeah. lot of fun yeah. and I'll have to put it on my schedule for this yeah. year to yeah yeah would rain you or shine <laughs> absolutely would you mind sticking around for another segment sure we'll be right back People ask me, is it hard to figure out if I should get tested for coronavirus? Well, as a professor, I love giving a pop quiz. Are you experiencing fever, chills, cough, shortness of breath, fatigue, or body ache? Well, then coronavirus testing is available without a referral, and it's the best way to protect yourself and your family. You know, it actually reminds me of Plato who once said, the price good men pay. Okay, I deserve that. My kids put these on as they were learning to walk. I want my kids to be able to have those moments with their kids. Being a scientist, I'm worried about climate change in so many different ways for my kids. From the second you have a child, you want to do everything to protect them. I think our action on climate change is no different. It's just an extension of being a mom. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti sitting here with Sandy Clark, who's with the Old Saybrook Torchlight Parade. Sandy, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. Thanks for coming. Thanks for sticking around. So, Sandy, let's talk about, let's start from the top again and talk about the history of the Torchlight Parade and how it got started. So, it started um, by a man named Bill Reed. Okay. He's the originator, the founder, and he was... Um, the leader of the Colonial Saybrook Fife and Drum Corps. And he just wanted to have, you know, there were all these musters that were going on in the summer and the fall and just wanted to have something different. So he decided that we would do a torchlight parade in December. Now it's the only one at the time, it was the only one in New England that was in December um, with Fife and Drum Corps, mm -hmm. um, which gradually expanded again to, you know, floats and things like that. But um, so we've been doing it for 50, this will be our 51st year, and um, that's how it started, you know. And as far as, well, I know we talked about this in the first segment, it's always the second Saturday in December? Mm-hmm, yeah, always the second Saturday and steps off at six. Rain or shine, um, I mentioned, I think we only canceled it one time for yep. a true blizzard. Oh boy. And we waited to the last minute to cancel. Um, but, you know, and other than last year, we had a small, you know, little group that marched just to say we had it for the 50th year, which was kind of sad. We couldn't have a big parade. But 
But this year we have um, we have at least 20 marching units, or okay. 500 drum corps actually. All right. And we've got them coming from Hackenstown, New Jersey, Lexington, Massachusetts. So they, they travel from different states to come to this. Okay. Um, we usually get a group from Vermont, uh, Long Island, and a of course a lot of the local Fife and Drum Corps come. They look forward to it. How many local Fife and Drum Corps are there in the state of Connecticut? Oh, give, or, give or take. Gosh, I'm not even sure I could make an accurate guess. Okay. There's got to be, I don't know, 50, maybe more. Okay. All right. There are a lot. All right. I there are. Didn't know. So. And, and from all and all age groups, there's like junior drum corps up to the senior drum corps, and some of them have bugles that you know are with them. Yep. And mostly they're fife and drum though. Yep. Now, as far as the parade route, you said they start on Coulter Street, and if you, if people don't know where Coulter Street is, I'm gonna landmark it by Liberty Bank in Old Saber. Yes, exactly. Yeah. People are like, where's Culture Street? I'm like, you know where Liberty Bank is in Old Saverick? They're like, yeah, I'm like, that side street. They're like, right, right. Yeah, you do. I didn't a, know that. A landmark. I'm like, I, I'm like, <laughs> I found that out recently. I've always known it as the street running parallel to Liberty Bank in Old Saverick. I literally <laughs> found out what the name of the street was recently. It's like, yeah. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Now I know. Now you know. Now yeah. you know. And so the, they stage at the, they stage on Coulter Street and then just march right up, right up Route One. Right, the Five and Drum Corps and like the Girl Scouts, the dance groups, they will all line up on Coulter Street. Okay. If you were going to be having a float um, with a truck or yeah. something like that, we would want you to park along the road by where the Monkey Farm is, the one that kind of goes down towards the the train station. Yes. Just because we can't, you know, block. Boston Post Road or Main Street. Yeah, no. And and the, the, you know, as soon as whatever order they're in when they line up there is the order they'll go for the parade. We just can't juggle them around. No. The Fife and Drum Course we have in a very specific order um, because they're a little bit easier to manage. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I was going to say, as far as the, fl the floats go, are there a good amount of floats this year? There are a good amount of floats, and they outdo each other every year really uh, oh they're, they're some of them are really really beautiful to, to see and they all have music most of them have music so okay. uh, that's why we do put them towards the end so that they don't drown out the fife and drums which can only play just so loud right yeah uh, yeah and as far as the history well we talked about the history of the torchlight parade and i'm sure over the it as far as we talked about last year's mini parade, mm -hmm. how was that? Well, it wasn't. Was it probably wasn't as much fun or was much well attended Not as at in all. years past. It, it really wasn't even advertised. It was just something so that we could, you know, make sure that we actually did something. Especially given that, you know, Bill Reed wasn't with us anymore. We wanted to just somehow celebrate that the torchlight Absolutely. without yeah. missing a year. So. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure that had to be a heartbreaking decision to try to, because of the pandemic, yeah. cancel, cancel the parade. It was tough, yeah, yep. And I'm sure during the weather, you said you guys had to cancel the parade once at the Only last once. minute because Only of yeah. the blizzard, and that had to be a... Yeah, yeah, because you, know, you go through all this work to prepare, you get everybody all excited about it, you get the drum corps you know, going, and 
probably most of the floats were already done yeah. and then you have to cancel. Yeah, that had that, that had to be not a fun call to make. No. Trying to cancel the parade. It's like, no. yeah, I don't think. Yeah, no, and then maybe. you have to notify people, which is kind of tough. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would I would dread making the phone call. Yeah. As far as Yeah. Sorry the parade's canceled. <laughs> right. Now, and I'm I'm sure during the parade the businesses downtown are pretty frequented by the mm -hmm. people that are on the on the parade route. Yep, yep. Usually people come into town, you know, early that day in the afternoon and mm -hmm find a place to park and then go out to eat or do some shopping. So obviously get there early because parking, once everything gets set up and gets going, parking's, parking downtown is probably going to be a premium. Right, it will be. And then they'll, they'll close the road down, you know, for the parade of itself. So you won't be able to get down there. Yeah. Now, where now where should you suggest parking if you're coming in for, in for the parade? You know, I would, um, actually, I like parking down at the end by the fire station, not at the fire station, of course, yep. but, you know, some t there's some back parking Sometime. lots there you can get into or some street parking, because then that way you can actually make a little bit of a quick getaway down the old, old Boston Post Road <laughs> if you need to. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to get held up in traffic a little bit. <laughs> so if you want to try to sneak out, you can otherwise. Yeah. When the parade is over, yeah. Otherwise, if you, if you don't sneak out, you're there for the duration, and you're there after the duration is over because you don't know how long it's going to be. Yeah, it, well, because it's, it's more more about, you know, after the parade and just trying to get out without, you know, right. total traffic jam. Absolutely, and I'm sure you guys with the parade work well with all the town organizations, oh, yeah. the first selectmen, the yep. police department. Yeah, yeah, we get that all coordinated. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, usually that's done by Kenny and Chris Reed. Gotcha. I don't do that part. They, they usually handle that and they make sure the tent gets set up at the end of the parade, you know, with a heater mm -hmm. oh, yeah. and things like that. Yeah, yeah, they that do a lot of that coordinating. I can say you, you do not want a freezing cold night with no heater, no, no. nothing. It's like we, we did that for a long time, but now we have a heater. I like. Yeah, there you go. Heaters are good. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Heaters, heaters are awesome. And, and I'm sure during the parade in the pat, the parades in the past, and the parades going f forward, you guys are a very big on getting out there and supporting your local community, especially with what we're in the middle of right now, because it's always good to get get out and do yep. do some sort of fun activity, because after being yeah. stuck indoors for many months, it's yeah, like, yeah. let me out, I want to go do something. Right, yeah, yeah, I mean, plus, you know, it gives people, you know, gets them into the holiday spirit, too. Right. You know, it, you know, you're seeing all these people marching, you're all bundled up, and you're, your hot chocolate and so I, I think it's a great great time for everyone and you know they bring a lot of people to town I mean yeah. not just the drum course but you know general public and the drum course if they're from far away a lot of them stay overnight so they're you know in the hotels and you know so it's great absolutely now what what type of information can people find on the Facebook page well typically you know I just put on there like you know if we happen to have to cancel for some reason that would be on it but mm -hmm. I would put out you know the date the time and things like that I think a lot of people share it and um, they, they really just go there to see you know or to make sure that the parade is actually still going to be happening so that's actually how I found you guys oh they, yeah oh. Through, through, through the fa the Facebook post somebody shared yeah. it on my site and, oh, and I'm okay. like 
you know what? Let's reach out to them. And the worst case scenario, they tell me no. Oh no, I we can handle. I can. Been. I can handle the word no. That's yeah. not. A, nope. That's not. That's no, not we that. more advertising we can get, the better. Get a lot more people to come. Absolutely. Uh -huh. Absolutely. Now, as far again, the parade is the second Saturday in December, mm -hmm. starting at six p.m. Yep. I believe. Yep, 6 p.m. Yep. It'll run about an hour to an hour and a half. Okay. You know, for the, from start to finish. Mm -hmm. But, you know, depending upon how many floats there are, that usually adds a little bit to the end. Absolutely. Yeah. And, like, and like you said, you guys have a full run gamut of activities. You got fife, you got drum, you got floats. Yep, yep, yep. We have you got uh, Girl Scouts. Girl Scouts, dance groups. We have uh, usually a radio station comes. And they have their van in there, um, yeah. So, and, and I just want to put a message out there: if anybody yeah. does want to put a float in, mm -hmm. you know, they can contact me. Yeah. Or if they just come to the parade with their float, we do ask that you know you can hand things out, like candy or something like that, candy yep. canes, whatever it is. We just ask that nobody throw things out, <laughs> because. You know, being dark, mm -hmm. six o'clock, it's really dark. You don't want to hit somebody with something. you've got these little kids that are going to run out to the road to get something, and you've got these big floats and trucks and fire trucks are in it. And, and people with mustard, muskets and all Yeah, that we just don't cannons. want anybody yeah, hurt. No. We have not had an accident yet, so we no, don't want no, one. No, no accidents. Right, so we do ask that if you want to hand something out, that's fine. But, but there's don't, no tossing. No of, tossing. There's no tossing of stuff off Right, right, right. Unlike summer where you might be able to do that, but... Yeah, it's no, too dark. no, no, you can't. No, don't do that. Right. And right. in public safety, you don't. Right. Do not be throwing things off loads. Right. Right. Yeah. And that that is always that is always a good thing. But people can, obviously, if they want to march or exhibit their float, they can get in touch with you, and you can put them. Yeah. In the yeah. Yeah. We won't turn anybody away. No. The more the merrier. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no, it's, it's a, it sounds like a really cool, really cool organization, a really cool time. It's already on, already on, already on my calendar for this yeah. year. Great. And I think that would be a lot of fun. So if people want more information on the Old Chipper Torchlight Parade, where, where can they go? They can call me at 860-399-9767. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. They can reach me through email at sclar 4 at Gmail, mm -hmm. or they can go to the Facebook page and send me a message. Cool. Sandy Clark from the Torchlight Parade, thanks for some time, and hopefully we'll see you again soon. Yeah, hope so. Thank you. Thanks. No problem. On behalf of Sandy Clark, I'm Pete Mazzetti. Thanks. Good night. We'll see you next time.